Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The bills make me wanna shout. Kick your heels no. up and shout. Throw your hands up and shout. Throw your head back and shout. Come on now. Joe the said it went wrong. They're headed to Buffalo. How many times will you hear this song on Sunday? Let's make a prediction right now. Over, under, two and a half Bills touchdowns. See, I don't like this song because that's a Buffalo song. That's what they should be playing in Buffalo. I know. Not here. Why are we playing it here? Because they're going to Buffalo. But this is like, let's go Buffalo. We hope you win. <laughs> Maybe some of us do, Ron. Maybe some Bills. of us do. Bills. Boy, so I love losing Super Bowl Bills. Bills. Are you rooting for the Steelers? Bills. Are you rooting for the Steelers? I don't root for anybody. Oh, I want, then I what does see, it matter? I want it because this is a Pittsburgh station and we're playing the Buffalo fight song. <laughs> it makes no sense to me. I'm sorry. For fun, Ron. Sports is fun. Nobody cares. Least of all you. I don't root one way or the other, but you know what I want? A good game. Yeah. A good game. It's all in good fun, Ron. So get used to it this week. There's going to be a lot of joking about going to Buffalo and the fact I grew up a Bills fan. That's it's okay. Not, that's a little different than playing the fight song. So you really object to that? I don't playing, like it. You I don't, don't like it? I okay. Don't, I don't. I'm just, let, let, I'm let's just issue offering a public apology to Ron. We won't have any fun this week with Bills Steelers. This is like wearing the Miles Garrett jersey for an adult. I didn't Nadel- like that Kovic. either. I didn't like that either. Yet you don't care about jerseys or teams or fans or rooting. Right. Okay, Bob, how are you today? I'm just splendid. How are you? I apologize for playing the Bills fight song at the top of the And I apologize saying Bills stands for boy, I love losing Super Bowls. (laughs) We can't make jokes like that this week. Oh, Joe, stop. That's not what I'm saying. Come on now. That's not what I'm saying. But I never heard that. What does it stand for again? Boy, I love losing Super Bowls. B-I-L-L-S, Bills. Had you heard that one before? No, I've taken the smile, the energy, right away from Joe Starkey. It's unbelievable. I didn't mean to do that. I never heard that expression No, I like that expression. That's in good fun. Uh, All right, let's play the Steelers fight song, Charlie. Do we have one? You're going to play the polka? We're from the town with that great football team. Boom, 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 boom. Would that be Renegade? Yeah, yeah, that could be Renegade. We got Bill's Steelers. Bill's a a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. That's a lot. Too much? I think. I don't know. It's, it's, I expect a closer game than that. I don't like the Steelers' chances of winning up there, but I don't know if it'll be that much of a – of course, what was it last year when they went up there? Not good, right? Mm-mm. Two times ago, though, they won. Two times ago, they had T.J. Watt. Yeah, that's another difference in this game. Everybody well today, Bob? Doing Ron, great. Charlie? My team's in the playoffs too, so I'm great. Who's that? Tampa Bay. Oh God! What how'd you a, what become a, a Tampa game. Bay and De- New Jersey Devils fan? They grew how up in New happen? Jersey, but how about Tampa? Keyshawn Johnson, who played for the Jets, and then he went to the Buccaneers. They won the Super Bowl. I fell in love. Then he got traded to the Cowboys. And my dad is a Washington football team fan, and he said that if I ever rooted for the Cowboys in any capacity, he would no longer have a son. So it has been Tampa Bay ever since. That'll do it. Would you guys rather have played Kansas City or Buffalo? Buffalo. Uh, 
from my travel standpoint, Buffalo, but I don't want to play either one of them. I guess Buffalo because Allen, I can see turning it over. I just see Mahomes in a big game at home not, not, not making mistakes. I, I say Buffalo, I, even though I don't think either team is overwhelming this year. The problem is the quarterback. I mean, this is an elite quarterback who showed exactly what he was last night. That could be a guy who throws some interceptions, but he has the confidence and the ability to shake it off and come back and just rip your heart out. That's who he is. His run game is very, very difficult to contain, and I think that's going to be the key to this game without T.J. Watt. But I do believe the run games in this game, if it's going to be the temperature, did you see the weather? You should know the weather in Buffalo by now, right? What is it's it? highly unpredictable. It's 21 degrees and mixed, That's a, heat a mixture. Wave compared to Kansas City, but it could supposed be, to be one on Saturday. Yeah, but how does but, how yeah. does that work? The play though? he made last night when at third and 15, he ran for 16. That was the game. But he turns it over so many times. Yeah, but that's that's who he is. But he's able to overcome it, and he did last night. I'd much rather play the Bills than Kansas City. The Bills have been scraping by, winning close games against inferior competition. Not necessarily last night, but the Chargers and Patriots before that. They're banged up. They lost their version of T.J. Watt early in the season. Matt Milano, a first-team All-Pro. Big-time inside linebacker. Um, So they're banged up. They haven't been playing great over these past three to four weeks. Uh, They like to give the ball to the other team, and they have a leaky offensive line. Now, that's the bad news. They had some injuries last night, too, didn't they? They They lost three starters in 25 minutes. Yeah, but the Steelers won't feel sorry for them because no one's feeling sorry for them. Uh, And all the people they have, even though they get some guys back, they lost Watt. The inside linebackers are all gone. I mean, it is what it is. That's what you get when you're playing this many football games. But, again, the key is, is Allen. This is not Bailey Zappi. This is not Gardner Minshew. I don't care. This is not any of the people they've played before. Dorian Robinson. uh, It's not Tyler Huntley. Whatever. whatever. This is an elite quarterback, and no matter who you were going to get, you're going to get two of the best in the game. That is the biggest problem to me because he can break down a game at any moment. Yeah, I trust Kansas City even in a year like this more than I trust Buffalo. Now, Josh Allen, he does. He gives. He gives up the football, but. He's the, I'm looking at last night's uh, clip of a screenshot. Third player in NFL history with 350 pass yards, 50 rush yards, 75 completion percentage percent in a game last night. He was he was a little shaky in the first half, but, but ultimately he was spectacular. I mean, he's their he's their team, really. But honestly, that second interception, they were it was a fourth down play. They're looking yeah. at it was almost like a punt. He just took a chance. So that, that interception does nothing for me. The first one was a miscommunication. Clearly, I don't know who on him or the receiver. Was it Gabe Davis? I don't know. He got hurt, right? Yeah, but I think he's going to be okay. They got some weapons. Shakira, Shakira. The running back, it was my namesake, right? Cook. Cook, yeah. He's pretty you, good. You must huh? be proud of him. I am. Yeah. They should have given it to him more last night. But, yeah, you're dealing with a monster here in Josh Allen. It's a grotesque quarterback mismatch. Did you see the game. clip, uh, uh, Vic Fangio? <clears throat> Uh, they played late in the game. Yeah, where he said he's like John Elway on steroids, and then goes, "He's not. T- I'm not saying he's taking steroids, <laughs> but he goes, he's a dude. Yeah. I love that expression. He's yeah. a dude. Yeah, he's- I think the Steelers have a fighting chance. I do. I'm certainly not picking them, but I think they have a chance against this team because they're so banged up and they haven't played. Even though they've won a ton of games down the stretch, it has not been pretty. They're vulnerable. The Bills are vulnerable. 
On the other hand, a lot of people think the Steelers are the team that nobody wants to play. I think if you injected every AFC coach and player with true serum, the Steelers would be at the top of the list of teams that people want to play. Who would you want to play more than the Steelers right now in the AFC? Well, that depends on how you feel about Cleveland's quarterback. You talk about a guy who throws interceptions. Joe Flacco is that guy, although he's another one who's capable of just ripping you apart down the field. Houston intrigues me. I don't know if I want to play Houston. I, I think if C.J. Stroud plays the way he's capable of playing, they got a bevy of young guys who are stepping up. That's a, I, that team would, would worry me. Did I see the, uh, the betting line? The, of all the playoff teams, the Steelers have the longest odds. Yep. They, they, they are considered the worst of the, at least uh, on the betting, one or something. On, at least on the betting line, the worst of all the teams in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, there's no T.J. Watt, and there's Mason Rudolph at quarterback. So if you're signing up for an opponent in the AFC, while well, I don't think it'll be easy, I, I don't see how you're not signing up for this one. Would you guys agree? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, over if, every other over team. Over every other thing. But, again, it's a team that if it doesn't make mistakes with that run game should be capable of being in the game in the fourth quarter. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know about Miami on the road either. With, yeah. They got injuries. I don't, I don't know. But I think Kansas City gets a break well. with them. Um, we'll see. How about you mean that compared game? to the Steelers? Nah, no, probably not. I'd probably rather play the Steelers than them. They're trying they real hard Tua. to put this Peacock or any kind of streaming thing. And I, I'm sorry, but I'm going to – We're not going to get to watch gonna, that I game. Ain't, I ain't going to watch it. And I, I'll find out highlights later if that's the case. But I find it extreme greed that it comes to this. Playoff games, I'm sorry, should be on commercial television. They're making enough money. I know how much it costs to Do we to get it in this market? It. No. They don't even show it in the local market. No, no, they do it. If if the Steelers were playing Saturday night, you'd get it in the local market. Not now. You won't be you won't be able to get the Chiefs and Bill. uh, Right, but the local markets at least. Yeah, but yes, but but but, okay. What you have to do, Bob, is sign up for a free trial. No, I'm not signing up for anything. I'm not. I I have enough wasted money on cable channels, on streaming services. I don't even know what I have, and I'm paying for it. It is kind of bull. It is bull. It's greed. It's the ultimate greed. That's the most inter- interesting game of the weekend is uh, Miami-Kansas no, 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 City. No. I think. I, don't you think Detroit and the Rams? Nah, I think Miami-Kansas City. Oh, I don't know. Only because of, uh, you know, Mahomes. Um, you know, hey, Packers-Cowboys uh, should be I wonder how to many me, people, that's the game of the weekend. I wonder how many people are going to buy that just for that game. And once you do. I don't know. How many people are going to be going to Buffalo for the game? Big Steeler fan contention. Yeah, I bet. I bet there's. Well, they get Joe. How does the Buffalo people deal with their tickets? I don't know. You think there'll be some to be had? Let me look on SeatGeek while we're at it here. Um, I don't think it'll be. I don't think it'll be your normal situation. I don't. Oh my God! But there's seats. There's two thousand three hundred listings on SeatGeek. There's what again? 2,300 listings on SeatGeek. Many of, many of them for multiple also, tickets. Because someone wants so to make you some will, money. They're you will see in. a significant Steelers contingent. How much would they want, I wonder? What are the seat that they describe how much they're paying for or what are they worth? Then they're going to want an extreme uh, lift. If on you the- and me and Ron were going to the game, we could get in for, let's see here, $798 on this one. Uh, 312 for a different one. I mean, people can go to the game if they want to go. There's lots of seats available, apparently, on the secondary market. Is that unusual for Buffalo? I don't know. I honestly don't. I, I mean, yeah, you just look at their crowds. They don't get infiltrated very often. It seemed often. like there were a lot of Buffalo fans in Miami. There were. Night. Miami gets infiltrated very often. 
but I don't think Buffalo does, but I think that might change this weekend. I think especially because it's a drive fa- for the Steeler fans. Yeah, I think you'll see plenty of Steeler fans. Um, so here we go. Steelers a nine and a half point underdog is the season. Uh, is the success of this season riding on whether they win or lose this game? I would say yes. Um, I, I, if they'd lose, it's not a disastrous season for me, but it certainly wouldn't be a successful season. I think it'd be a disappointing season. Um, I think they need to win a playoff game. Uh, probably would agree with that. I think one win, especially against a team like Buffalo, then everything else is just gravy after that. Especially with the you know the way the injuries have hit them. So yeah, that would be a successful season. Although I gotta I gotta say I don't think anyone thought this was going to be the outcome. So they've overcome well, and they thought lot. it was going to be the outcome when they were six and three and seven and four. Right. Well, I predicted mean, ten and seven to start the season would be the outcome? when they were when after the loss to Indy. Indy. I thought. I mean, all they had they had already there's six percent chance at that point. Yeah. And they had to win out and hope. They had already beaten the fighting Jake Brownings with Kenny Pickett. So they beat them, another non-playoff team, and the Ravens scout team. But they, that that but team they, that the Ravens put on the field Sunday would go 3-14 and 14 over a full season. I get it. But they still had to win with a third-string quarterback. And, hor- and horrible. The weather conditions, too, were unbelievable. I just don't think it's that surprising that they beat Three non-playoff teams, really: the Bengals, the Seahawks, but and the have, Ravens JV team. But they lost the two teams that were two and ten. So right, which which set them up for for anything they do from here on out, people will be surprised by. But how can you really be surprised that they won any of those games? I'm not. I'm a little surprised they won in Seattle. Yeah, that was the one game that I thought it's a tough trip. It is a tough trip. And that's the way a decent they team. They it. just missed the playoffs. They won yesterday yeah. and just missed yeah. out. It's a tough, tough league. I think that's the one thing you come back to. Arthur Smith already fired. There'll be other firings. Ron Rivera this Ron morning, Ron Rivera. Uh, and Ron Rivera, out of all his coaching career in the NFL, I think it's 13 years, only had three years where he was above 500. So, you know, it's tough. It is a tough thing to do. Well, Joe, what, on, the other hand, how would you... on the other hand, 44% of the teams make it, right? I so understand. So, it's really not that it's... tough to do, to get in. All right, Joe. It's tough if, to win one. If they lose Sunday, yeah. you know, they're nine and a half point underdogs, not a lot expected. How would you sum up their season? Failure. Another if, another failure. And if they win? If they win, then everything's gravy like Bob. Failure and success, winning a playoff game. Yeah. So the Steelers have become have become a team of low expectations. Every year, subtly, the standard has been lowered to where nobody expects that much. They're over under every year, and it'll be the same next year. It's right around eight and a half. They're nine and a half point underdogs in this game. They were twelve and a half point underdogs when they got blown out in Kansas City. So it's become it's become a cycle of low expectations. And when they meet or barely exceed those low expectations, their coach is hailed as some kind of miracle worker, and everybody repeats like parrots that they've had twenty now consecutive non losing seasons. How about win a playoff game? When did the standard become this low? When did they become a team of low expectation all the time? And what does that say about the state of the franchise that nobody ever expects anything really from the Steelers? I think everyone expects them to be competitive heading into the final week of the season, and they do that every year. Uh, And again, I think that's a hard thing to achieve. Now you're right. They haven't won a playoff game. They need to do it, especially given their losses recently have been – 
you know, landslides. They've been giving up all sorts of points. They start slowly. All of this comes back to that. So that's why this is an important game. So I just hope it's a good game and it's an exciting game. It goes down to the end and there's something to talk about. What do you make of the idea that it's low expectations all the time? I mean, you said the expectation for the Steelers these days is to be in it at the end. Yeah, I, I would add. I, think, to, I would add to need help in Week 18. Okay, well, and then fine. when and then I when mean, they slightly exceed them, it becomes like, wow, what a great job by the well, coach! How I about this franchise? I, I don't go that far, but I'm saying I think it's it's it is something to be involved every single year until the end. I think a lot of teams never have that opportunity. They're eliminated early. They become spoiler people. I get it. They got to win more in the playoffs. Absolutely. Although there were like 20 teams gone in the, this weekend, Bob, that were still in it, okay. so to speak. 20 out of 32. Whatever. I, I find a lot of entertainment value in being in games. A lot to talk about, a lot of things to kick around. I never have a problem with that. Do I have a problem with them not winning playoff games? Yes. I think most people do, including the people in that building. They need to win. Would it make a difference if they were at least competitive as compared to getting their heads handed to yeah, them Yeah, absolutely. If, if all those losses I just described in the 40s were close games until the end, I think it does. Ron? They, they just can't give up that many points again, can they? Now and, with, and slow starts. Without TJ, though, who knows? Um, I think that's a huge loss for them. He had two more sacks. What he finished with, 19? Mm -hmm. Led the league again. That's going to be a tough guy to replace. Now, Mink is going to be back, right? Mm -hmm. And KZ, I don't know what, yeah, he's what back. I don't know what yeah, I know he's back, but is he back? I don't know what his status is after being out for those games. Um, yeah, it would be better if they could compete, but a, still a loss is a loss. I would look at the season as a disappointment if they don't win a game, win a playoff game. I would hope so. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers, after all. I mean, come on, and let's not pretend other teams haven't been absolutely ravaged by injuries. Look at the Cleveland Browns. Look at the Cleveland Browns. They're on their fourth quarterback. They lost Nick Chubb. They I lost think they played Jack their fifth Conklin. quarterback yesterday. Yeah, Grant. Jeff Driscoll. They Grant. played their fifth one yesterday. Well, four by need. They lost right. Nick Chubb, Jack uh, Conklin, Grant Delpit, their kicker. Look at the Dolphins. Dolphins lost time, yeah. Their have. top two pass. You think the Steelers have suffered at inside linebacker? How about them at edge rusher? Well, their top two. They had to excavate Melvin Ingram and I put know. him in. Thing about that How about is the Bills? one of that was controllable. The Chubb injury should never have occurred. He was in a fifty-six to nineteen game. Like, yeah, I'm just insane. Just like your man, kneecap Campbell, what he did yesterday with Sam Laporta. He, he got hurt. Huh? He should not have been in that game at that point, and he was, and he got hurt. And he's been the best tight end in the NFL this year, I think. I for a rookie, especially what he's been able to do. Um, you know, yeah, that's why I don't look at it as some sort of you know, miracle. Other teams have been absolutely devastated by injuries. Credit the Steelers. It's a nice, it's an admirable little story here at the end of the season. A nice little story. All around Mason Rudolph. Yeah, it's admirable, but I wouldn't call it improbable, really, or that improbable. It's certainly not a miracle. They beat two non-playoff teams and the Ravens scout team. To but get I, to but the I also That's think, they given the fact they were must-wins with a lot of injuries, and Mason having not played in two years is a really good story. It's a good story. Well, the Seattle win still was impressive to me. Out there where they have never played well, but the other two, no. Yeah, it was no. a good win. But it's still a non-playoff team and one that was, I think, worst in the league and uh, against the run for, what, the last 12 weeks of the – it's not a very good team. It's the 30th-ranked defense in football, and the Bengals are 31st. Okay. Nice win. The least they could do after you, you losing to, after losing to a couple two and ten teams yeah, exactly. and Gardner Minshew, it's it's the very least they could do 
is beat some bad teams and get in. The, one, good th for the them. one thing you really learn is that the NFL is so unpredictable in every possible way. Um, trying to figure out from start to finish what you're going to have record-wise, who's going to be there at the end. It's just, it's ne I have never seen a league that is so wildly unpredictable. Hey, got what they wanted. The season went down to the literally the last, the last minute of the last game. And how about how about Tua trying to get a ball in to chase Claypool now, at the you end? You know what? I didn't see that enough times. Um, is it possible that Claypool didn't exactly run a great route there? Well, he was in double coverage. Or, or was it Tua's fault? I, 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 Tua wasn't very good. Tua no, hasn't, he wasn't. He just wasn't. And, and on offense, he still has weapons. I mean, they still have the running back. He had Tyreek Hill was banged up, but he still had guys. Suddenly the magic, the Mike McDaniel magic and Tua seems to have just disappeared. Now they got to go to Kansas. Especially State. on the road, Instead it disappears. Instead of being home. Yeah, yeah I think they're going to get uh, beaten by probably 10 or more. And not What's get the line done. on that game? Did you see it? Three and a half, I think. Interesting. Because Kansas City's not that good either. No, they've struggled to score points at home for sure. That could change, don't you think? I'm just glad we don't have to deal with a Taylor Swift angle to this game. Could have been that. Why not? Why don't you have to deal with that? Um, because if the Steelers had gone to Kansas City. Oh, oh, I see. What you're, you're still people watching that game. Will I think what she needs to do is get all the Swifties. Three and a half. And pay for Peacock for all of her fans who want to watch her in the box next to <laughs> Brittany Mahomes. And I think people, she should do that. She, she has enough it. money. She should just pay for the entire Peacock stream. It really, you know what? But I still think down the road we're headed to games. You're going to have to pay for everything. I believe that. Except the Super Bowl, maybe, because they have so much well, advertising. they make money. so much money. I find it. I'm not saying maybe in our lifetime, but down the road, nah, I'm betting I would have be, to pay I, for everything. I hope not, because there are a lot of people who just can't afford it. Uh, and you're, you're telling them your product, which is widely watched to begin with, and they're making billions upon billions. And I know the greed factor is big in the NFL, but I'm sorry. If it ever gets to that point, I would be stunned. You, Joe? I think that's a long time away because then you're turning away people who can't afford it. But there's going to be more and more of it, more and more and more. This is the beginning. They see how it goes. I'm sure their ratings were great, and I'm sure Peacock, even from – think about all the people like me who sign up for something on a free trial and then either forget or get tricked into paying the actual money, even one month's worth. So if 2 million people, and the last game that this happened was Bills against two on a Sunday night, Chargers. So I signed up for the free trial along with millions of others. And if, if, just, if, if just half of those people forget or get tricked into, but that's, into that, a month's worth, that's, that's millions upon millions of dollars. I understand that, but that's, that's the word you tricked. See, that, to me... Why trick your fan base, which is a loyal fan base to begin with? Don't trick them. Give them what they want. You're making money. It's off the top. It stinks. I want to watch it. It's a game that I want to watch more than any other. Go to a bar. Well, I'm going to be in Buffalo. but I'm know. going to go to Dominico's then. I'm going to be there without you. I'll I, watch I it there. I don't know that they have Peacock. Not everybody has Peacock. Come on. That's a, not a sports bar. That's a restaurant. Ron, you can borrow my login if you want it. I do have Peacock. You can't do that anymore. No? Nope. If you do that, you're going to get you're, you yourself are going to get extra money. I don't even know if money. my Buffalo hotel room will have access to Peacock with a password. Fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. South Hills Kia uh, fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.com.
and the Edgar Snyder and Associates fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates personal injury law firm, where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Ron? Joe, I want to talk about Mr. Rooter Plumbing, my favorite Pittsburgh plumbing company, because it is Pittsburgh's best plumbing company. It says so right in their motto, quote, it comes right from the top, by the way, right from Bob Beale, the owner, who's built a plumbing company empire, uh, going on 21 years in this market, getting bigger, stronger, better every day. Quote, we're Mr. Rooter, call us, we're the best plumbers in the business. They are. That's why they've lasted so long. You know how good you have to be in any market doing anything to last almost 21 years. Well, Mr. Rooter Plumbing is. Write down the number so you have it handy. You don't want to be looking for it uh, if you have an emergency. And there are emergencies this time of the year with this weather. Pipes freeze, break. You know how that goes. 412-Rooter2. 412-Rooter2. Check out the website. It's a really good one. MrRooterPittsburgh.com. I can't recommend them enough uh, because I believe in them. And it doesn't matter if it's a major plumbing problem or a minor plumbing problem. The only number to call, 412-Rooter2. I am talking about Pittsburgh's number one, let me say it again, number one full-service plumbing company, Mr. Rooter Plumbing. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to Cook and Joe every Wednesday to hear about Starkey's Card of the Week from the Baseball Card Castle and Cranberry Contest run every Wednesday through Friday at noon at the 937thefan.com contesting page. Edgar Steiner and Associates fan text line, personal injury law firm, where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. 412-928-9370. Do you like the Steelers' chances in Buffalo to break their six-year playoff, non-playoff win streak? We always have to qualify these streaks. It's a non-losing season streak in a non-playoff win streak that are simultaneously uh, extending themselves year by year. What chance do you give them, Bob? 40%. I I think it's 60-40 Buffalo. Um, You know, the weather will play a factor apparently in this game, and you never know what you're going to get with that stuff. But I think both teams prefer keeping the ball on the ground. Uh, And I say that knowing that Josh Allen – runs the ball on average about 10 times a game, whether that's by design or not. So that's part of their run game. So I expect uh, maybe a lower scoring game, but uh, 60-40 Buffalo, Ron. Did I hear Caboli say gives them a 75% chance of winning? That's that's a lot. Is that what he said? Yep. Uh, I'm going to maybe say 20, 25. I don't, I don't really like their chances. Anything can happen. I do think they're playing their best. They're running the ball. I think the offensive line – is playing its best. They seem to have a lot more confidence with Mason. Uh, but the Watt injury, even getting Minka back, um, I can't say better than 20%. Supposed to be 20-mile-an-hour winds on Sunday. As of now, 24% chance of precipitation. So it'll be a little bit windy out there. It's always windy there, isn't it? Yeah, which always. I think would help the Steelers uh, because they're going to want to ground and pound their way to a win. What did you think of the way Mason played the other day? What grade would you give him? Um, 
I don't know. I mean, the weather conditions made it impossible for a consistent aerial attack, I think. However, again, the one big play, early fourth quarter, looks left, throws right, creates the opportunity for the big play. So didn't make mistakes. Yeah, the ball was slippery, and yes, he got hit in the pocket. But I, I put that more on their, their tackles. I thought Dan Moore on the one play, I mean, he got beat so quickly that it was hard for anyone to react at that point. So I would probably give him a B in that game. Yeah, I thought he managed the game well and did what he had to do considering the circumstances. I think he only had two incompletions, right? Yeah. But his passes went about like four yards on the average. His numbers were horrible until that – I mean, yards-wise, until the one big play. Yeah, I know he lost the fumble, you know, the sack fumble, and I know I think he threw one ball that could have been intercepted. Um, but, again, his passer rating was high uh, and, and did what he had to do to win. I'd say B. I'd say probably a B minus. I thought he had he had four turnover worthy plays. The guy dropped an interception right in his hand. He fumbled three times, and he did make a big throw though. That was a great throw in stride. Deontay took it, ran forwards, and ran for a touchdown. <laughs> so, although he was his, if you look at how he ran into the end zone, it was rather erratic. It kind of. Instead of straight lining it, he was kind of moving left, right. I don't know if he's trying to get the guy behind him to fall or whatever, but, man, uh, it was a big play. It was the play. Overall, though, I also saw some signs of what made every team in the league, including the Steelers, steer clear of him in this offseason. That was – there's a fine line, I think, between hanging in the pocket in a productive way, courageous way, smart way, and turning into a statue who has very little awareness of what's going on around him, and he was starting to lean that way, I thought, on a couple plays. We're going to find out about him now. Now he faces a top-five defense on the road in a very hostile environment. So to me, we're going to find out whether this is just a nice little story born largely of the competition or whether Mason Rudolph is actually going to establish himself as a contender for the job next season. U.S. percentages. How about this percentage, Ron? What are the chances that Mike Tomlin says Kenny Pickett will be the starter? I was just going to ask that. I'm sorry. I get this weekend? That's free association. I, I don't know. know. <laughs> I'm glad you did. I would say zero. I would too, but what do you – I know there's some people out there who, who think that that's the call to make. I they think do? Well, I, 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 took I haven't calls ran into anybody. I took, I took calls. I'm talking about fans, mm. those who still believe. And I'm not saying that Kenny Pickett can't turn into what they expect him to be. But to me, the easiest thing, if you're Mike Tomlin, is to ride a hot hand, and if you have to make a change, yeah, then it's right. perceived differently. If you start picking and he struggles, then what do you do? You go back to Mason, and at that point, you're admitting a huge mistake. I say zero, Joe. What do you say? 0.5%. You're giving it a .5? I'm, getting, I'm saying there's a chance, <laughs> but not much of one. Because, yeah, then Pickett gets to you know, ride it on hero. the white horse uh, yeah. if needed. That's the best position for him. There's just no way you could look anybody in the eye. Mm-mm. Right including now. the players including the on players, the team. Right. That's what I, I mean. I think that yeah. would including be the, the wrong. Players, yeah. There just seems to be a different feel about them with Mason than I saw with Trubisky or Kenny. Well, I think it's his his he's been sort of the spark that's allowed the run game to get better because of the threat down the field. And I think when you do that, Chris Hope has said it all along. You you take people out of the box, which makes the run game better uh, because you have to respect the deep ball. So. I think that element has changed the way they have done business on offense. Nelson, do we have calls? We have two right now. If you, if you want to yeah, go, go ahead. Get yeah. one. Rob in West Mifflin. Hey, Rob. Hey, morning, fellas. How y'all doing? What's Good. up? Uh, 
I'm happy we got in, and, 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 and more than anything, I think the AFC is wide open because Kansas City's not dominating. I know the playoffs are different, and we own Baltimore if we get to that point. I think they're going to win in Buffalo uh, anyway. Uh, they got a little bit of injury bug going on up there, too. Was it Rashawn Douglas got hurt yesterday and Gabe Davis? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Gabe Davis is going to miss the game, though. I, I got to see how this goes. I don't know. It didn't look great. They they lost three starters in 25 minutes in that game, plus a, a extra receiver. The guy that almost scored at the goal line at the end of the first half got concussed yeah, on that play. I, I, I give them I give them a, a good percentage to go up there and run the ball, and because this is what you got to do. You got to run the ball and keep it out of his hands. Because if, if they have a Josh Allen game with no turnovers, we we don't have a chance. I mean, we just don't have no chance. But if he's the Josh Allen that he's been this year with the 20 some turnovers. We got a, we, we definitely got a chance to go up there and win. And and one more quick thing, uh, Starkey. Yes. You there? Starkey. What? Are you there? <laughs> no, I'm not here. What's up? Okay, check, okay. Uh, uh, listen, hear me. I was on the, tr- tr- the Trubisky train with you, but I jumped off when it was moving. But anyway, <laughs> did you hurt yourself? What? When, when it was, it was moving. moving, did you hurt yourself? <laughs> yeah, I, no, I'm all right. I'm, I'm still here, but. Those two ones they got to get in, Starkey. Come on, you got to give them some some credit, man. I mean, we chew them up when they lose to the bump teams. When they beat them, we don't say nothing. They're like, come on, man. Oh, no, I, I definitely give them credit. It's a nice little story. But the mass <laughs> delusion that sets in, like some kind – let me read you the beginning of Mark Caballi's column, for example. Okay, let's go. Don't hang up, please, man. I'm and God rest. bless Mark Caballi. I love him. But this <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. I mean, people want to talk about this like it's – the miracle on ice has just occurred. They beat two non-playoff teams and the Ravens scout team. So here's, uh, where's Kabali's story? Here we go. Who wants to play the Pittsburgh Steelers right now? I'll answer that. Nobody. What they have been able to accomplish over the past three games has been nothing short of amazing. And it has put them into that category that pops up this time of year Teams that nobody want to face in the playoffs. To me, that's going way too far. I'm oh, not ama- yeah. I'm not amazed by it. And as we just talked about and all three of us agreed, they would top the list of teams that the AFC wants to face in the playoffs. But check this out, Starkey. They got three quarterbacks who combined for 13 touchdowns and they're in the playoffs. That's not a miracle? Wait, what? They got three quarterbacks who combined to throw for 13 touchdowns. Yeah, the Ravens, the, the, the Cleveland Browns have a 98-year-old that they pulled off a couch. What about their miracle? We're talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers right now, Starkey, right? We're not talking about Cleveland. I'm talking in the con- – you're talking about how amazing it is that they're about, here because of their quarterback situation. I'm talking about what Caballi just said. It's a miracle. Okay, I'm, it's a miracle. To, to me, it's not. I'm ecstatic for him. He's been through so much. I couldn't cheer for him. I couldn't cheer louder for anything else in the world right now than for that kid. That's <laughs> great, and he's a and he's a great story. And I don't blame yeah. you for cheering for him. But I and think I think it's fair to put into context that he has played the 30th ranked defense, the 31st ranked defense, and again half of the Ravens without a secondary. Do Do you think that's not mentionable? And guess what? Everybody on all those teams are NFL for a reason. They're in the NFL for a reason, Starkey. Okay. I mean, they're, they, they are. They're all in the NFL for a reason. Thank you, Rob, from West Mifflin. Here's one part of this equation we haven't addressed, and I think it's important to point out. Yeah. 
the pressure on Buffalo will be intense. It will be. They have been disappointing in the playoffs. They've had some critical losses. Sean McDermott has faced his share of criticism for game management. If the Steelers can hang in there and make this a game into the fourth quarter, I believe the pressure is something that is going to be a factor in this game, given what Me the too. expectations well, are in that. Buffalo. Yeah, I agree with that. So are you guys sold on Mason as a starter in the NFL? I think Mason should be given an opportunity to start next year. Uh, I'm with him 100%. I, I, let's see what he does in the playoffs, but if it was up to me, he looks better than Pickett and, to me in every way. Um, I would have him going in the next year as the starter, even though I know that won't happen because of Pickett's number one draft status. But I think That's a different – I, I think, think he's shown me enough that, that I would have him have the lead over Pickett. Now, he may not even be back here next year. That's a different question than what I asked, though. Are you sold that Mason Rudolph is a legitimate starter in the NFL based on these three appearances? I mean, I only have three appearances to base on because he hasn't played in two years, but I would say he can start in the NFL, yes. I, when you say legitimate, what does that mean? He's not Mahomes. He's not so, Josh Allen. Can he start for uh, teams in the NFL? So you're think, sold yeah. on him as a starter? I think he can, yeah. Why wouldn't you think Again, that? I'm not – you know, I, I want to Because I've seen him play three games. I want to see him play a, an actual okay. real you, defense all you on the how road. How about if he does well this week on the road? Then it's a different story. That's, that, why, so that's then, why the game is so is so, so telling and big for me. Any of you know? I saw these reports circulating around yesterday about the Steelers still envision Kenny Pickett as their number one. Blah blah blah. Right. Uh, if he has a good, you know, if they do well in the playoffs and they go beyond one round, and and how about if they reach the AFC? I'm just hypothetically throwing everything it out. changes. Okay. Everything changes. The conversation about this team and the conversation about him changes if they go into Buffalo. In the meantime, I've seen quarterbacks all around the league have a couple of good games this year. I agree. I mean, the longer I you go stops. sometimes. I don't see Josh how anybody stops. could be sold that suddenly Jake Browning, that Mason know. is going to be is a legit starting NFL quarterback. I'm I'm not there yet. I think I think in their game plan of running the football, not making mistakes and being able to hit balls down the field he is somebody who could be successful in that role how good i mean is how good is the buffalo defense i look they're eighth eighth ranked in the league overall 15th against the run but you've talked about some of their injuries are they still a good defense they just went into miami and held them to 14 points yeah i think they are yeah they were fifth going into that game fifth overall ranked defense. I just looked this morning. They're eighth. Not that that's a big difference. Here's another thing that's going to be a factor in this game, one way or the other, maybe, uh, is special teams. The last time they were there was I have uh, them Miles four, I have them as fourth, Ron. Block punt. Behind Miami, San Francisco, and Detroit, giving up 374 uh, I'll look yards again, I looked at ESPN stats. That's I'll what look I'm, at it again. Yards per game. I'll look again. One, two, three. Oh, you're right. No, you're right. Yards per game. I'm looking at something else. Uh so a top, How about that punt return last night, huh? Did that change the game? Deontay Hardy, that was... <laughs> changed the game. Points per game, they're fourth, which to me is more important. But anyway. See, but that, that special teams component of this one is going to be interesting because if they make a play on special teams in a close game, you never know what can happen. Speaking of which... How about my guy? I didn't even know he was from Northwestern, and I don't know how to how say How could you name. know that Godwin Iquibuque is I not, not from Northwestern? I did not know he was Northwestern. Dulac said it may be one of the greatest plays he's ever seen. Him going out of bounds to field that ball. I didn't know that rule. I didn't either. Now I do. Did you know that rule? Spectacular play. Did you know that rule? No, I didn't. 
I've never. I seen was it confused before. at first when I saw. I it. thought, I "What's thought, he doing? Yeah. Just falling on it?" And then uh, right away, the official threw his flag. Four one two nine two eight ninety three seventy. What chance do you give the Bills? These guys are sold that Mason is a quality NFL is is a, is an NFL starter at quarterback. I'm not or, there yet. Or should at least compete for a chance to be one with Kenny Pickett. Very different question. But yes, I would agree with that. That's kind of a low bar at this point. But yeah, I'm not I'm not sold on Mason just yet. Are you? Does a lot of it depend on this game? 928-9370. 50 minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler D, uh, Jeep Dodge Route 19 in Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. We're going to get into that question. Coming up a little more, and then we'll take a trip around the league, take a look at these other games uh, coming up here. What if what if he fails? What if he has a horrible game against the Bills? I still think he should get a chance to compete for the job next year, if he's here, if he's here. Yeah, I, I think I would expect that. Just, you know, best man wins. Bring out the best in everybody if that's the case. And uh, if not, he'll, you know, the one thing that he's done is he's – Given himself a market, which last year he really didn't have. And there's just a difference in that room with him. It just it seems to me, anyway, and maybe I'm all wet like Kaboli was. No, I think 99.9% of our listeners would agree with you. No, I'm not talking about our listeners. I'm talking about the players in the room. who they, right. they seem to look at Rudolph a little differently than they looked at Pickett and Trubisky. In a better way is what I'm saying. What do you mean? I just think I, I sense there's more confidence in him. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, I hear that. Although I know the fans are 99% in his corner based on three wins. I for get sure. That. I get that. But I, I'm, I'm talking about the players. Yeah. Certainly Trubisky. But it is worth noting that Pickett did play a really good game and beat the same Jake Browning Bengals that Mason beat, right? To me, the common denominator is the second the offensive coordinator left the building, the offense started playing better, a lot better. Which begs the question, what happens in the offseason there? It's another interesting twist. And I would say a lot may depend on this game with that as well. And, yeah, the Bills, I think, are eighth in yardage. They're fourth in scoring defense, which to me uh, is the better measurement. How about against the run? 15th. 15th against the run. Right in the middle of the pack. And they've got injuries. That's what I mean. That's what I ask you if they're still considered a really good defense. I have to say yes. I mean, we just saw them last night. Going, I thought last going night. to Miami and play you what they a great defensive game. They did. And, and Tua didn't have all his weapons for sure. But the second half was a complete shutdown of a very good offense in a, in a place where that offense always thrives. They also did that to Dallas. They held Dallas to 10 and Miami to 14. I think that's all you need to know. And Patrick Mahomes to 17. I know they've struggled. Yeah, it's a really good defense, I think. It's it's wounded, but it's still really good. And it'll be playing at home. 928-9370. Uh, it's Cook and Joe and Bob. Sun Chevrolet. Sun Chevy 2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado. SunChevy.com. Mostly cloudy with a high of 39 today. Joe, I want to talk about my Geico insurance man, Tim Hester. You know him as the sponsor of our What's Cooking segment. He's been doing it really since his station started 
almost 14 years ago. I've known Tim for a couple decades now. He's my automobile insurance man with Geico, and my daughter Taylor has her automobile insurance with Geico, and we can't be more pleased. Anytime we've had an issue, he's been there. He's a people person and a problem solver. Uh, write down his number so you have it, and it doesn't matter. You know, maybe you need auto insurance. Maybe you need homeowners, renters, boaters, bicycle. It doesn't matter. 412-364-7170. 412-364-7170. Uh, I can't recommend Tim enough. Uh, as I said, I've been with him for more than a couple decades now and never been anything but totally pleased with his service. The number one more time. 412-364-7170. At the end of our What's Cooking segment, you hear me say, thank you, Mr. Hester. Well, I'll say this. If you sign on with Tim Hester as your Geico insurance man, you too will be saying, thank you, Mr. Hester. Charlie Borges with your fan headline. The Pittsburgh Steelers are in the playoffs. They play the Buffalo Bills on Sunday, but also the Pittsburgh Penguins still play. They play tonight at Philadelphia. Puck drops at 7 o'clock. For more, go to 93.7thefan.com. Fan headlines are powered by Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville, now open 